Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are in Hebrews chapter 10. Now, this week, if you've been following along with each of the videos, we've really been on this, uh, this tear uh, examining how Christ, as the, the great high priest, examining Christ as the, the, the superior high priest, he has not only made the ultimate sacrifice in the past, but he is also in his resurrection and then ascension. He now lives to make uh, intercession. He, he is representing us. He is living on our behalf at the throne of God, before, before God the Father. And we now, we live as those who, who have a hope, a confident expectation in his return. And so we, we've examined all of this and it's been very uh, belief-based, like believe this, cling to this truth, hold on to this truth. And now today, we're going to take a turn toward a bit more of a, an application of these truths and living in the reality of who Christ is and what he's done for us. And so with that said, I want you to turn to Hebrews chapter 10, and we're going to jump in beginning in verse 19. Here's what the text says. It says, therefore, brothers, uh, because of all of this we've seen about Christ in these last, really, uh, up to this point in the book, it says, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, he is our access to God. It says, By the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, <laughs> This is just because of everything Christ is, because of what he's done, and because of the confidence we now have in him, in his person, and in his work. This is because of all of this. Therefore, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. It says, because we have Christ, let's, let's approach God recognizing the transformative work, the complete work, the, the forgiveness and the cleansing that we have experienced because of Christ. Verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. We don't waver. Why? <laughs> because of God's character. We, we don't waver. We're not tossed to and fro, not because of our strength, but because of his character. I just love this. Our faith rests on Christ, not on our faithfulness. Just verse 23 again. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Trust in Christ, not in our own faithfulness. Verse 24. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Here's, here's how we now live. Because we hold fast, we hold firm, we don't waver because Christ is faithful. Here's what we do. We encourage each other. We stir up one another to, to love and good works. This means that in our life, in our prayer life, in our actions, we should be, first of all, praying, Lord, help me to, to stir up each other. Help me to stir up other people. Help me to interact with other believers in such a way that they end up walking in love and in good works. 
Well, we, we pray for this and then we actually act in this. And so we ourselves, we act in love and good works. And then it has, it's like a domino effect. When we act with love and good works, then others act with love and good works. And, and then, then others act with love and good works. And then others act with love and good works. This is, this is when the church is so beautiful. When we're all selflessly interacting with each other, striving to care for one another, and in turn, as we love each other and as we do good works toward each other, then they in turn do the same. It's this mutual blessing that just, it's, it's this domino effect. And then it says, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some. See, when we neglect to meet together, the dominoes in this domino effect, it's broken. If you're not regularly part of the corporate gathering for worship, if you're not part of a small group, if you're not interacting with believers constantly for this purpose, guess what? The chain of dominoes, it ends with you. All these other dominoes, they're encouraged, they're built up, they're acting in love, they're acting in good works, but you're not benefiting it because you're not there and others are not benefiting it from because you're not there. See, you and I, we, we have a mutual uh, commitment to, to, to this, to stir up one another to love and good works. And the most natural place to do that is in the moments when the church gathers together. It says it's the habit of some to neglect to meet together. Is this your habit? You know, studies show that in churches today, regular church attendance is considered twice a month. You go back 50 years and regular church attendance was considered every, every week being in church. But now we, we've become so accustomed. We've, we've grown so much in our habit of neglecting to meet together that we say, oh, I, I church, attend church regularly. I'm there once or twice a month. But listen, that's not how you grow. That's not how you build up each other in love and good works. That's not how you grow. And so we must encourage each other. Let me encourage you this weekend. Make it, make your plans around the worship service. Let me encourage you as a habit, day, week in and week out, make it your default to be in worship every single week. Yes, moments come up. Life situations come up. Sometimes you have to work. I, I get that, right? But what is your habit? What is your default? Is it a rare thing for you to be in church or is it a rare thing for you to miss church? This is what we're talking about. And it says we should do this, look at it, all the more as you see the day drawing near. This doesn't mean we should do it all the less, so we should become less faithful in gathering with the church. Instead, we should become more faithful in gathering with the church so that we can bless each other, so we can grow together. And we do this all because of who Christ is and what he has done for us. See, the ancient way for our modern day, very simply, it's to look at what Christ has done, be amazed, be in awe. We don't waver because he is faithful. And then in turn, we practice our faith. We practice it relationally. We love others. We encourage others. And we do this primarily in the context of the local church. You might work with someone who's a Christian. That's awesome. But that's not what this is talking about. This is talking about the gathering of the saints. And so 
your encouragement, your challenge, your ancient way for our modern day is to, to double down on your commitment to the local church. Now, if you're in Longview and if you're part of Valley, uh, love to see you at Valley. We'd love to see you engage more. Maybe you're a far way away from, from us at Valley. Find a church that preaches the Bible, that, that lifts up Christ, that's not works-based. Find that church. Email us. We, we can help you maybe. But find a church like that and consider how to stir up one another to love and good works and do it all the more as you see the day draw near.